Three, two, one. From Rapid City, South Dakota, we go behind the scenes of South Dakota Mines Athletics with interviews and exclusive access. This is Hard Rocker All Access. Monday here at Murphy's Pub and Grill. I'm Adam Thompson. Alongside me, as always, is Richard Anderson. Here live from Murphy's Pub and Grill for the Hard Rocker Coaches Show. And, of course, our coach, as always, during the fall, Coach Charlie Floor, head football coach of the Hard Rocker football team. Coach, I think we're going to start off with a positive, and that was two weeks ago, the win over Black Hill State. That game had to have been probably one of the best games that we have seen in the last couple of years. Yeah, you know, I'm just very proud of our kids. And, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough football game, um, you know, for us playing New Mexico Highlands, you know, playing really well on the road down there, and then knowing, you know, that was uh, going to be a tough week. You know, uh, Black Hill State was, I think they had three a three-game win streak at the time, and, you know, going up to their place, a night game, you know, we knew that their last home game was going to be, you know, or was hostile with a, a great environment, and, and I thought our kids prepared really well. They kind of played with that edge, that chip on their shoulder, and, you know, just proud of how they played. Uh, really a complete football game. We had a few blunders with, you know, some special teams things that we, you know, got to get fixed. But, yeah, just extremely proud of our kids and how they went up um, and, and probably put in, you know, one of the more dominant performances we've been able to put together for a long period of time. What was the preparation like for the game? Because it just seemed like we had an answer for everything that they were trying to do. You, you know, a lot of it was just film study. You know, we really – pushed our kids to, to study the tape. Uh, you know, we knew it was going to be a, a tough matchup physically uh, all the way across the board. But, you know, a lot of it just came down to film study and, and preparing our guys more off the field, you know, making sure that they're spending enough time watching the film, doing the extra things that they need to do before and after practice. And, you know, we felt that was probably, you know, one of our bigger things is, you know, just how we prepared during the course of the week and giving us a really good idea of what they were going to do uh, in all three phases. Mm-hmm. You now have the home stake trophy in your possession. Last year you got the Eagle Rock trophy. That has to feel really good to see both those trophies in the locker room. Yeah, it does. You know, we've got both of them. Uh, we earned the one last year. You know, it, we're still fortunate enough to have it in our trophy case and know, you know, that game's coming up. But, you know, right now for us to have both of the trophies in our trophy case, uh, something that hasn't been done here uh, in a long, long period of time. So, yeah, it, it feels good right now to, you know, see both of those trophies in and, and knowing, you know, we earned the one this you know, a couple of weeks ago and we still have a right to go earn the other one. Well, I think that, uh, you know, you jumped on them early and uh, they probably felt like they had some momentum going into that game. And I thought you took it away from them pretty early and you took their crowd away from, from we it. We did. Yeah. And that's the one thing, you know, obviously we'll get to next, you know, this past week here in a little bit that uh, we needed to do was. But, yeah, we were able to start fast and that was really important for us in our football program was to just, you know, kind of jump on top of them early you know you go back and look at their last couple games they've been able to go out and and get on some opponents early and you know really kind of stay the course and you know we felt we had an opportunity to do that in all three phases offensively defensively and then special teams you know we were able to make some big plays in some critical times our defense did a phenomenal job of keeping them off the field uh they weren't able to convert those conversion downs, and offensively we were able to early, and I think that kind of took a little bit of wind out of their sails, especially in the first half. Well, you know, defensively uh, they've got some, some really nice uh, wide receivers, some, some weapons out there, and, you know, they, they were able to get a pass here and there that uh, looked pretty good, but 
is what you did after maybe giving up a, a longer pass that uh, really shined. I mean, you didn't let them go any farther than that. Yeah, you know, we knew they were going to be very dynamic on offense. They've got two really good receivers. You know, they're running back, you know, they were, and plus their quarterback was playing extremely well. So we knew they were going to get their big plays. It was just a matter of how many they were going to get and then what we were going to do after the big plays. And like you mentioned, our red zone defense was phenomenal. You know, we did a great job of holding them to field goals. Um, and then, you know, fortunate for us, we were able to, you know, they were able to miss the two field goals and not putting points on the board. And, uh, you know, big plays are going to happen during the course of the game, but it's just what your response is going to be after the big plays. And I thought our defense did a great job of, of sustaining, uh, you know, the, the mentality of they're probably going to go for it on third and fourth down. What are we going to do to keep them off the field? And, uh, you know, we were able to do that. Well, you know, uh, when these two teams play, it's going to get. You're going to see probably the best crowds, whether it's 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 Spearfish or you know at O'Hara, and it was it was a very nice crowd. I thought the that the, the Hard Rocker student section was as good as I've seen it in a very long time. It was, you know, and that's the, probably the one thing I'll never forget within that football game. Uh, you know, I told our staff, I told our team, um, I've been a part of some big football games, but I've never been a part of where the student crowd is actually sitting down there listening to the post-game speech. And uh, I was teasing our players in that team meeting the next, uh, that next Monday is I think our student crowd actually listened better than our players do. Is When I was getting ready to talk, they were all very attentive. They took a knee, and their eyes were completely focused on, on what we were doing. So, again, our, our student crowd was phenomenal. Uh, you know, Hard Rocker Nation was there in full force. We had a lot of faculty and staff there, a lot of administrators, uh, people on the board that were at that football game. So, you know, from my standpoint, you know, we got great people. Uh, and and those are the those are the things that I know they'll never forget. And uh, you know it was it was a great crowd by all. One thing that I noticed up there, and I don't know if this is how it was planned or anything, because we're not privy to those those pregame conversations. But they brought out the Black Hill State first. Generally, we would see the away team trying to get out first, get to their sidelines, so that way they're out of the way. But it seemed like you guys took your time coming out was that part of the plan going up there or? no uh, you know every before every game we all get a pregame routine and in, in regards to the timing aspect side of things and uh, you know they chose to come out for the national anthem um, and with the national anthem playing uh, at the 10 minute mark we decided to stay in the locker room uh, so they were out a little early because of that we stayed in the locker room uh, you know i don't know if it was necessarily you know something that you know we were trying to scheme up against them but uh yeah, you know, just this is the way the pregame timing worked out. All right. Well, let's move on to this past weekend. Um, this weekend, we played at home against the number 15 team in the country, and they definitely gave us a pretty good, pretty good game. Um, they played, they played phenomenally, I would say. Um, what would you? How would you describe Yeah, you know, I definitely agree with you. A lot of credit goes to Western Colorado, um, Coach Baines and his staff. You know, they've been doing it for a long time. He's really taken that program from really maybe ground zero to, you know, being a top 10 contender in the country and, and being a top two team in the conference right now. And, you know, their kids play extremely hard. You know, that's the one thing that you always look back and, you know, what, what are things we can continually do to when you look at some other teams and, and why are they so good? Uh, their, their kids play extremely hard. They're very efficient in all three phases of the game. Uh, their special teams, you know, up to that point had a lot of block punts, a lot of block field goals and, Again, it put some teams in, in some bad situations. You know, offensively, they did a really good job of taking care of the football. Defensively, they're very opportunistic. And, you know, with, with us turning the ball over as many times as we did, obviously didn't help the cause. But, 
again, a very quality opponent. Uh, Western Colorado, you know, again, I think a lot of people were able to see what it's going to take to be within the you – know, being a ranked team within Division Two, And um, as soon as this is over, I'm headed to our team meeting, and that's the one thing that I'm definitely going to emphasize to our guys is – uh, we're not that far away to being a top 25 team, and, and hopefully a lot of the, thing, the things we were able to see this past Saturday from what they were able to do will kind of help us moving forward and what we need to do to be able to be a, a top 25 team. The, the run, they seem they seem uh, seemingly had an answer for everything we were doing. It, the run game, they were shutting down. Anytime we tried to pass deep, they were covering. It just was. It was just one of those games. They just had every part of the game nailed down yeah they did a good job you know uh, we had our chances we you know a few times here or there we just didn't make the most of them you know maybe a little luck was on their side too with a you know a, a tip ball in the air and you know they were pick it off and um, you know run it in for a, a touchdown but you know we were down 13 to nothing with 12 minutes to go in the first quarter and there's still a lot of football game to be played and uh, we were able to march the ball down the field made it a 13-7 game and uh, then again, luck didn't go on our side as there was a fumble and uh, the officials called it down from forward progress standpoint. Uh, so we weren't able to challenge it uh, because of the, the call that was made on the field, which again was, was tough circumstances for us. Two plays later, they put the ball on the ground again. Uh, they were able to jump on top of it and then they eventually scored. So there was a lot of that stuff back and forth during the course of the game. Uh, they, they had more breaks than we did and they were able to make the, best, the most of them. Yeah, and like you say, in fact, it was it was twelve fifty two when they were up by two scores. So it was just barely two minutes into the game, and you know, you're, it's like uh, unlike the week before when you jumped on them early, they did it on you, and and uh, you know, when you're ranked that you know that high and able to take that momentum, it, it's really tough. It is. It's really tough, and that's the one thing you know we've got to try and find a way to kind of get that that. Uh, out of our kids' minds is, you know, yes, there's going to be adversity during the course of the game. It happened really early in the game. Uh, how are we going to block that stuff out, you know? And uh, we went into halftime, and, you know, I think it was 37-7, to 7 and uh, I pulled our five captains aside. And I said, I'm not going in the locker room. This, this is your guys' football team. Uh, I want you guys to step up and be leaders and really challenge our guys. And, uh, you know, I was kind of standing outside the door just listening to what those guys had to say to our kids. And, you know, our captains did a phenomenal job of, you know, just talking them through, hey, you know, there's adversity. It's over. It's done with. How are we going to come out and show our true character uh, as a football team? And, and, and from my standpoint, you know, that, that really shows we've got good leaders. Uh, they're, they're able to coach our team uh, with if I'm not, you know, uh, if we're trying to get some messages across to those guys and again the second half you know unfortunately it was a different team from our standpoint i wish that team would have showed up the first half but uh yeah you know adversity struck our, our kids handled it you know especially well the second half and and now we've just got to kind of find a way to make the the most of things from the uh start of the game instead of the middle part of the game yeah well obviously uh you know every coach every game you want to win the the turnover battle uh, six to zero that's obviously a tough 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 situation that you were put in yeah there's no doubt i mean it doesn't matter who we were playing that specific day yeah. uh if you're turning the ball over six times and not gaining any turnovers you know the chances of you winning that football game are probably about you know 0.5 percent to one percent so uh again a lot of credit goes to uh, western colorado and what they were able to do defensively and, and create those turnovers uh, but this week in particular, you know, we have to be able to take care of the football in order for us to have a fighting chance down in, in Golden.
Yeah. Good. Well, um, this week we are playing, heading down to Golden. How did this game prepare you guys to take on the number two team in the country? You know, I, I, I think it just brought our team a little bit closer together. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of injuries, and we had some guys that, you know, had to step up and, and play some critical minutes, you know, especially in the, sec in the second half. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes those are, are good things. Sometimes those are bad things. So, we, you know, in the second half, we had some younger kids that were going to have to step up and make some plays and on both sides of the ball and even some special team side of things. So, you know, I think that's really, you know, kind of opened our guys' eyes. Like I said, when we get ready to meet here at, at 5 o'clock, uh, that's something we're going to talk about is, you know, we did a lot of good things. It didn't matter who was on the field. Um, you just got to go out and execute uh, whatever your role is. You have to accept your role. You have to own it, and you have to give your best effort in doing it. And, you know, our roles had changed a little bit last week with a few certain people, and some guys were able to step up and make plays. Some guys weren't. But I think now that we've kind of had that half of football where we were able to do that, have a little bit of success, uh, now we've got to take that momentum down to Golden this weekend. Are you are you noticing any uh, similarities between Western and Colorado in the tape? Um, that is, you know, you're looking at, hey, we didn't do this this with Western, but we can try this now because we know what this looks like. Uh, it depends on you know the schemes, you know, offensive, defensively, uh, you know, just nothing against Western's quarterback, but, you know, he, he did a very good job. He was very efficient, you know, moved the ball up and down the field, you know, was able to get the ball to the playmakers. You know, this, this week coming up, we're going up against, uh, you know, probably one of the top quarterbacks in the country, you know, top players in the country. He won the Harlan Hill last year. You know, we've got to find a way to contain their quarterback. He's a phenomenal player. Uh, I think this is year six for him, you know, so hopefully, I, you know, he's done. Uh, but, you know, the, from that standpoint, it just kind of changes a little bit in, in regards to, you know, how we've got to defend them. And, and they do some different things offensively than what Western did. And then, you know, offensively for us, you know, uh, Colorado Mines does a really good job within their three-man front and creating pressure with five, with six, and even with seven. So, um, you know, they're definitely going to challenge us in all three phases. But, you know, I, I feel our kids are going to be well-prepared, you know, to go down there and, and take what we were able to learn this past week and, and go down and play a very talented Colorado Mines team. What's really nice about this game is that not only is it a big home crowd usually, a lot of times we have a lot of visitors uh, there for, for the Hard Rockers on that other side. What can you tell people who are especially in the in the Denver, Colorado area, you know, if they're debating whether or not to come to the game or not? Uh, you know, we've got 40 kids on our roster from the state of Colorado, uh, one of our top states uh, from a recruiting standpoint. You know, I think it's our one of our bigger alumni areas. Uh, I don't know the exact number of what the alumni number is down in that area. But, you know, obviously two uh, like-minded schools, you know, both engineering schools. Uh, you know, the thing I'm going to, you know, really push is, you know, you're going to have two football teams. It doesn't matter what the records are. I know they're 6-0 and and we're 3-3 and right now. Uh, but I feel we're playing good football. You know, I feel from a conference standpoint, you know, we may be one of the teams that, uh, you know, could could stress them a little bit offensively and defensively. And even from a special team standpoint, you know, like you mentioned, we're going to have a great crowd down there with the amount of, uh, players we currently have from the state of Colorado with the alumni base that we've got there. And, you know, our kids are they're hungry. You know, they, they've got that chip on their shoulder this week, knowing we didn't give our best performance last week against, you know, a very good Western Colorado team. Uh, we've traditionally played well on the road. You know, our, our kids are, are doing a really good job of that. So, 
you know, it's going to be an exciting football game. It's going to be a beautiful day down in Golden. And, you know, I'm really excited for our kids to go down and get an opportunity to play against another great team. Should this have a trophy in it? I mean, this seems like a game that should have be a trophy game. Yeah, I would I would assume so. And, you know, maybe, you know, that's something with their new head coach, Coach Sturbeck and I, we can maybe get mustered up is, you know, make it a traveling trophy. But, yeah, it's, you know, two great schools, obviously from a football standpoint, but also obviously academically, you know, one of the, the, the top – you know, I think both schools are in the top ten in the country within the return on the investment, and you know, just a lot of those you know quality things that we all talk about within a degree. And uh, yeah, it's it, it, we're excited for the opportunity to go down and play, no doubt. Well, when you talk about uh, Colorado Mines, you know they've had some coaching changes, but yet they are they're there, number two in the country. They you know were national runners up you know last year, and uh, you know it's just a, obviously a solid solid program that can just keep on you know, going like they're going. Yeah, you know, I think in the last three years they've had three different head coaches. You know, the the previous head coach uh, with Coach um, Moore, you know, he, he was there for a year after taking a, you know, a program over, you know, for uh, Coach Greg and, he, you know – just it, once your culture is built, you know, the, the, there's always a, a slogan of, of tradition never graduates. And, and I think the tradition and everything has been established there for such a long period of time that, you know, the tradition is always going to be there as, you know, no matter uh, who the head coach is, who their starting quarterback is going to be, as long as they can keep the same culture and, and everything established within their program. And, you know, Coach Moore was able to sustain it, took them to, you know, new heights within their program. And, and I know Pete is trying to do the same thing with, with, uh, this team, you know, the, um, they really, you know, they graduated some key players, but they actually have more returning starters uh, back or more veteran guys than they did from last year's team. So from that standpoint, you know, obviously they're very scary on the offensive side defensively. I think in their four conference games, they're average, giving up an average of seven points per game. So, um, again, they're, they're just steady Eddie. They play extremely hard. Their kids are very confident in themselves. They're very confident in the schemes. You know, I, I'm, their nonverbal communication, you can see it on film as they don't have to yell and shout at one another. They're just making little calls to one another, and they're always on the same page. And, and again, I, you know, those are all staples of a great program. And, you know, we're obviously in the um, early stages of getting to that point. And, you know, what, they're, they're one of those programs, even though we're, you know, rivals and, uh, you know, have the same types of students, you know, it's still a program that we look at and, you know, how can we kind of uh, resemble what they're doing to make our program better. Well, you got back-to-back games against nationally ranked teams. Obviously, that's tough. Uh, whether or not you have them uh, farther apart, it doesn't really matter. You got to play them. Um, those two teams are going to play each other in a couple weeks. So, uh, I mean, that should be an outstand- outstanding battle. But what does it do for your program to be able to play those teams like that back-to-back? You know, I, th- I think it just, uh, you know, first and foremost, going back to, you know, what we were talking about earlier is it gives us an idea of what we need to do to be able to be in that position. You know, we had an opportunity right in front of us last week against a nationally ranked team playing at home. We didn't play extremely well. We didn't execute. And a lot of that is, again, credit goes to uh, Western Colorado and what they were able to do. But, you know, now we're going on the road, the same type of situation, playing against a nationally ranked team. You know, you go back to last year's football game. Uh, it was a 21 to 14 game with three minutes to go uh, right before halftime. Uh, we we uh, had a three and out. They went down and scored. The next possession, we fumbled on the like 15 or 20 yard line. They went down and scored and made it a, a 34 to 14 football game right before halftime. So uh, again, a lot of the same 
kids within both teams with what they've got back and what we've got back. And, again, just, just talking through some of those situations. And, guys, we're not that close. It's a few plays here or there. Um, and if we can stay in the games and, and maybe make more plays or, or get a few breaks, we're right in the thick of things and, and making teams battle and compete. And, you know, that's only going to make our football team better. And, you know, from no matter if it's conference week one of the conference week or the last, you know, game of the, of the conference, you've got to show up every single day. You've got to execute at a very high level and play your hardest. And this week we don't have a, a student with us, but is there like any uh, uh, position groups or anybody that, you know, that you would like to kind of sh uh, highlight this week on the coaches show? Yeah, uh, you know, I guess from my standpoint, you know, you go back and you look at that football game and probably one position group that hasn't really got a lot of credit the last couple games, uh, going back to the Black Hills game and then going back to this game is our defensive line. Uh, our defensive line has continued to put some uh, key pressure on their quarterbacks. Uh, you know, this past week, again, you know, maybe the statistics and everything weren't there, uh, but there were times where we had hands right in the face. We, you know, we got a lot of hits on the quarterback. They were just able to make some plays. Uh, and then you go back to the Black Hills game, and, you know, our defensive line and our overall pressure, pressure really rattled the Black Hills State quarterback. And, you know, um, just – you know, one position group I think that's probably not getting a lot of credit right now is the defensive line for what they've been able to do this past, the past couple of weeks. And, you know, they've slowly started to get better week in and week out. Well, you talked about uh, having to play some younger players last week. Uh, how is that going with some of these young players? you feel like they're stepping up to where they need to be, and you know, especially if it's a, this is their first year? Yeah, yeah we, we do. We feel very good about them. You know, we, we talk about our freshmen every single week, you know, with that whole new three-game redshirt rule. Uh, we've got some, some of our, our true freshmen that are right at that three-game mark, and, you know, we have to have some sit-down, tough conversations and, you know, hey, this is where we feel you're going to be. You're going to be able to contribute. You still want a red shirt, you know. So we have a lot of those discussions with our freshmen. Uh, but, yeah, they're, we feel those kids, you know, they're obviously still 18-year-old kids playing up against some, you know, 22-, 23-year-old veteran guys. But, you know, they're, they're handling things really well. Uh, it's, we're in the middle of midterms. Uh, so last week and this week is midterms for us on campus. So we know they're getting stressed mentally as well outside of football and then obviously getting ready for a game, putting in the time and effort that they need to from the film standpoint you know, position meetings, practice, all of those things. They do have a lot on their plate, probably more than most 18-year-old kids, you know, typically have. So, you know, we are playing a lot of younger kids. You know, the, the future is bright within our program. We, you know, feel very strongly with that. But we're getting a lot of mileage out of those younger kids, and they're stepping up and making some plays when we need them to. You mentioned midterms there. What what are some of the things that uh, that you and your staff are doing to ensure that stress level is not going overboard and it's kind of putting a, a big strain on on those kids? Yeah. So what we do is, you know, every week uh, our kids go to the the library um, and and meet with Coach Sales. Coach Sales is our running back coach, but also works in the Student Success Center, and and we've got a little program in place where they go and fill out weekly sheets in regards to what they're what they're doing every single day from the academic standpoint. And then uh, Monday mornings we get them put on our desk and we meet with every one of our players individually. Uh, there's no – it's not a football meeting. It's strictly an academic meeting. And, you know, I'll look through all of the quarterbacks and, and see, you know, Jaden's got this this week. J uh, Jake Martinelli's got this this week. And uh, it just gives me and our staff a really good idea of, you know, hey, this kid's got three tests this particular day. 
you know, how do we have to you know, proceed with meetings? How do we have to make sure that they can study and do all those things uh, to get ready, you know, obviously for those tests, midterms, which are very important, but also get ready for, you know, a, a top two team in the country and, and making sure we're putting in our best effort. So, uh, you know, our staff does a really good job of, of looking at the full landscape of what a student athlete is like here at South Dakota Mines. And, you know, it gives our kids a really good idea and our staff a really good idea of how do we make sure that uh, they're doing the things they need to to maintain you know, the grades they've got, but also put our best foot forward from the football standpoint. Well, thank you very much, Coach, for joining us here again this week. And we will talk to you next week after uh, the game against Colorado Mines. All right. Thanks, Adam. Thanks. thanks. Yep. yep. Thanks, Coach. Coach Charlie Floor, head coach of the South Dakota Mines Hard Rockers football team. Well, Richard, do we even have an athlete of the week this week? Did that we do not. We do not. <laughs> that will be posted on the Facebook site later um, this week. Today's a holiday, so yeah. it makes sense um, that we didn't have that quite ready just uh, this week. This weekend, we'll also have the football game uh, exclusively on uh, 1380 AM and 100.7 FM. I'll bring you the call. That game is slated for a start time. That's a noon kickoff, isn't it, Coach? Yeah, noon kickoff. So we'll do pregame at 1150 all live or exclusively on News Radio KOTA. Richard, what do you got going on for this weekend? Any any home games coming up? No, I'm. Uh, I, I I I I think my calendar is pretty clear. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just glad I don't have to. Last Friday night, you know, I was at the Hot Springs Rhapsody Christian game, and and I think my toes are still cold. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the. Uh, I've heard a lot of people that was a cold, cold night out there. And and that, for some reason, where they have that stadium is cold, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about it. The sun goes down. But, uh, yeah, there's not much going on this week. But uh, mm-hmm. Well, a big shout-out to the men's soccer team picking up a yeah. conference victory over Adams State. That's a big win for them. That's two wins this, is, uh, this season, isn't it, Josh? Two, two wins. So a big, big win for them. they got to be feeling very good um, about this, how this season's going. Yeah, going. They're, they're starting to uh, – looks like they're starting mm-hmm. to go forward, build a little bit. And uh, also the, uh, the, the volleyball squad won, yep. and they're – uh, I think won four straight games or something or matches like that. So something like that. Is that right? Yeah, we always have to look over at Josh here to make sure. But uh, you know they're doing really well, and uh, so you know it's it's been a pretty good uh, pretty good fall so far. I think for all the uh, the hard rock, rock or athletic programs. And we still got another month of it to go here. Yep. So keep up all the action at GoRockers.com. We got some games coming up as well, and we also have. The uh, football game this weekend, a big game this weekend as well. And we'll be back home yeah. for <laughs> another weekend of football. So thank you, Richard. Thank yep. you, Coach, for joining us. And we will see you all next Monday here at, live from Murphy's Pub and Grill at 4 o'clock here on the Hard Rocker Coaches Show. Good night from Murphy's. Thank you for listening to the Hard Rocker Huddle with host Josh Van Bulkenberg-Gernert. Follow on Apple and Spotify.